Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome and welcome back, mamas. So moms are going into the school year like, okay, this year is fast approaching. The school year is coming up. Maybe for some of you, it is already here. I know depending on what part of the country you are in, there is a vast difference in start times of the school year. So some of you might be like, oh my goodness, we've been back for a month. Um, And some of us are not quite there yet, but overall it is that time of year. And with it, is brought a lot of emotions. So I know for many of you, it will be all the joyous dancing you'll be doing at the bus stop, except if it is your first, then likely you will be crying and headed to the Boohoo breakfast to um, be consoled over your sadness. So I know, I know, I'm joking. It's such an overgeneralization, but it is true. There's always a mixture of emotions at this time of school year or time of year. And I know I always had mixed feelings as a teacher. I had both excitement and fear approaching the school year. I was excited to start a new year, meet my class, get started, but then fear in the unknown of what the year would bring, how things would go, and all the same things that the students feel actually, right? It's, it's, it's just all the same thing. So I recognize that this time of year brings many different emotions, and it also brings new starts, fresh routines. So we're going to jump into three of those fresh starts and look at how to make the most of them. So the three fresh starts that we're going to focus on today are your kids, your meals, and you, okay? So let's get started. The first one is your kids. Okay, so what does the start of the school year look like for your kids? Are they stressed? Are they nervous? Are they excited? Probably all of the above, right? Just like I was saying at the start of the school year, it's normal, it's common, but it doesn't mean we as moms always remember that, right? So here's my invitation to you to remember their variety of feelings that are going on inside of them. And it can be so easy for us to get caught up in the busyness and all that we need to do at this time of year and forget to pay attention to their emotions and the wide range of feelings that they are having. So I want to encourage you to slow down and spend time with them and ask them questions and talk to them and hear their thoughts and just quell any fears that they have and walk with them through this time and let them know that you are here for them. So just remembering their emotions and just the up and down and how that is all very normal at this time of year. So what other ways can we as moms promote wellness in our children at the beginning of the school year? So what about their eating habits? So think about how those will be changing. Will they be eating the school provided lunch? Will they be taking their own lunch? And I know um, for us, this can definitely be a battle. So definitely all ears for what works for your family. I would love to, to hear about that. So let me know inside our Facebook group. And by the way, if you're not in yet, 
what are you waiting for? Go ahead and join Journey with Jenny to Healthy Living and let us know what your favorite lunch foods are for your kids. I would love to see your comments in that discussion. So for us, we are gluten-free in our house and mostly dairy-free, let's say very limited dairy. So it can be interesting finding healthy options that the kids actually like. <laughs> Emphasis on that the kids actually like. <laughs> and so um, so it's always very interesting and it always seems to be kind of changing. One day we like something, one day we don't. So I know how that goes. Um, but here are some of the winners that we have going on right now um, or we have in the past. Um, and so maybe it'll be helpful to you to hear some ideas. And like I said, I would love to be able to hear your ideas that you have, what works for you and your kids. Um, so uh, turkey and cheese roll-ups, uh, pepperoni and cheese on gluten-free crackers. We like the absolutely gluten-free brand. Um, if you've seen those, uh, we like that brand. Um, Annie's bars, um, they're granola bars. I meant to get the exact name of it. I can, um, if you're interested, if you want to know, I can put it in the show notes, but um, there's an Annie's bar, granola bars that we like, um, Arbonne snack bars um, that come in strawberry, lemon, and cinnamon. Uh, the Z-Bar mint chocolate chip. Um, I make my own protein bars. Uh, fruit, of course, lots of different kinds of fruits. Um, we're definitely open to lots of fruits um, and nuts. So, uh, so those are some of the variety of things that are um, that tend to go in our kids' lunches. But like I said, I would love to hear what you have that works for you guys. And just making sure that they are eating enough for all of their activities, that they are getting a good variety of fruits and vegetables is definitely important. And making sure to have a water bottle with them is important too, just making sure that they are staying hydrated. Because I know, at least for us, I would imagine for a lot of people, it's still pretty hot at the beginning of the school year when they are going back. And also, I want to mention, speaking of hydration, so just just be aware of what is in the sports drinks that they are drinking um, for your kids that just drink them or your kids that are in sports. Um, there's so much sugar and additives and things that you don't necessarily want going into their bodies. So um, just um, pay attention to that if you haven't really looked at that or thought much about that. If you want an idea of a clean alternative, um, you can check the show notes, but just be aware of paying attention to that. Um, okay, so what else can we do to promote wellness in our children in this transition to the new school year? Uh, paying attention to their posture. So this can affect their muscles in their neck and their back. It can produce headaches and all kinds of other issues. Uh, Dr. Redmond says, quote, improper posture can lead to increased strain on the muscles, ligaments, joints, and bones. As a child is growing, bad posture can lead to abnormal positioning, abnormal growth of the spine, and ultimately increased arthritis arthritis later in life, end quote, okay? So definitely something to pay attention to. Um, so some of the things that cause bad posture are weight gain, uh, genetic conditions, weak back muscles, unsupportive mattresses, heavy backpacks, and poor sitting position. So these are several of those things that you can do something about, the genetics, uh, we can't do anything about, but the other things, we can do something about all of them. So definitely paying attention to their heavy backpacks, that is a really, really huge thing to pay attention to um, in connection with their posture. So something just to keep awareness of with all their studying, with their backpacks, and looking at their phones. Um, and mamas, this is a great thing 
thing to model for them as well, having proper posture and uh, just really paying attention to that. All right, so what else can we do to promote wellness in our children in this transition to the new school year? Another thing is establishing a routine um, is very important, a routine for getting up and going to bed, no matter what their age is. They need sleep. Sleep is one of the best things that we can do for our body and for our overall health. So here are some ideas of ways to establish a sleep routine to help with better sleep. So some general things about in the bedroom, keep the noise level low, add white noise if you need to, take computers and TVs out of the room, um, keep pets in a crate or outside of the room, keep your bed as an area for just sleeping. So those are some ideas for um, keeping your bedroom in an ambiance that's uh, better for sleeping. Some tips for creating a routine. Um, create a bedtime routine. So whatever that might be, it might look like shower, put your pajamas on, brush your teeth, or whatever order, but just create that routine for yourself. Set a time for lights off. Um, avoid afternoon naps if you have a hard time falling asleep at night. That could be the culprit. Set bedtimes for set bedtimes for your children. Um, and along with that, set up an electronic curfew. So this should be one to two hours before bedtime. I know that's easier said than done, especially when our kids are on their computers to do their homework and then they're doing their homework till late at night. But if there's something that you can do to rearrange the schedule so that the work on the electronics and using the electronics can be shut off like one to two hours before bed, that is ideal. Um, if you enjoy reading before bed, use a paper copy, um, not electronic, um, and avoid caffeine or a heavy meal two to three hours before bed. Um, so that heavy meal part, remember that just you want to have that time between eating and going to bed. And then avoiding physical activity just before bed, like move your exercise time to the morning if you can, that will definitely help with the sleep. And then the last tip with that is choose calming activities before bed, like music, Music, reading, gentle yoga or stretching, thinking of the highlights of the day, deep breathing. And um, one of my favorites is a progressive muscle relaxation. So that's where you focus on one part of your body and you tense and relax the muscles and then do that throughout your whole body until your whole body is relaxed. And so that's just a really great thing to do to help calm yourself, especially if you're having trouble sleeping. Um, that's a really great technique to use. So those are some tips to use in helping to establish a good nighttime routine um, to maximize getting good rest and falling asleep. So those are a few ways to be mindful of how we as moms can promote wellness in our children in this time of transition from summer to the school year. Um, so like I said, if you have any other things to add to that, I would love to be able to hear it. Let me know your thoughts. All right, so then that brings me to number two area of a fresh start is in your meals, okay? So, all right, let's talk about those meals. So how do you do this, right? The kids are in school, kids are in sports, kids are playing instruments, kids are in robotics club, kids, oh, I'm getting crazy here. Kids are in choir, I mean, you name it, they're doing it, right? So one thing I know is that if I don't have dinner figured out by four o'clock, I'm getting super stressed. <laughs> Can anyone relate? Your day got away from you. Everything ended up later than it should have. You got that last minute phone call you weren't planning on. The first week of school, the buses are always running late. 
if you even have buses. So the list of reasons or excuses pile up till you are looking at the numbers 500 on the clock and you still have no idea what you are having for dinner. And don't forget about the parent meeting at seven tonight, right? Stress with a capital S. So what do you do? You swing by Subway or Taco Bell or Chick-fil-A or you fill in the blank, right? So how often has that happened to you? Be honest, be truthful, <laughs> sound familiar, but do you want that to keep happening? Do you want that to be the norm? And I'm guessing that you don't. Not to, you know, talking about the health and wellness of our family, but also not to mention that the cost that is associated with ending up going out more often than you were wanting to or planning on. So let's make a plan so that that doesn't happen. All right. There are so many options that you can choose from. Your family is different than mine. So pick the one that works best for you. I'm just going to give you a few ideas to get you started, to get you thinking. Um, if one of them fits for you, take it and run with it. Okay. So one idea is making up meals and freezing them. So then all you have to do is simply pull it out of the freezer earlier in the day to thaw and then cook it up or warm it up or depending on what that particular meal is. So there are many resources out there for this. You can even take your own recipes and put them in bags and, and, and prep them that way. But one I like is the family freezer. Um, so it's at thefamilyfreezer.com and I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, so you can look her up and see if that is something that would work for you. Um, but that is one way of being able to maximize the, all of the resources, the food that you have, but also make it easier um, to have something on hand as well. So that's one idea. A second idea is planning, just simply planning to have dinner cooked by 2 p.m. So then each person just needs to heat it up and eat it um, when they need to. So this method is particularly helpful when you have older kids and they are on a completely different schedule from one another, needing to eat dinner at all different times. Maybe it would affect you with younger kids. I don't know. Um, the thing is now I am a big fan of eating to dinner together as a family. I think that is really important. There are actually all kinds of studies done on that. There's all kinds of research. I'm sure there's plenty of books written on it. In fact, that'd be interesting to do a whole episode on that. Um, I know the value of that is very important to us in our family to have dinner together. We have devotions. We talk together. We connect. It's just a really important time as a family. So it is it is a priority for us to have dinner together. That is the norm in our family. But the reality is during certain seasons, we are just not able to eat dinner together every night. And um, that is just kind of the way it is. And so on those nights, I need to have dinner ready very early so that everyone can eat when they are home and they need to at all the different times. So I learned this from a neighbor, actually, and honestly, I thought it was quite odd when um, I saw her do it at first, but her kids were older and mine weren't as old. And when my kids got older, I understood. I'm like, oh, I get this now. So I now have a child in high school, one in middle school, and one in elementary school. So need I say more? Like it can get crazy with the schedules. So that is one idea is just simply have your dinner ready earlier so that then whoever needs to get it at whatever time they can go ahead and do that. Okay. A third idea 
is to sit down and plan out your meals in coordination with your calendar. So this is what I personally do. And it might sound a bit cumbersome, especially if you haven't ever done it before, but it truly has been a lifesaver for me. So did I mention how stressed I get when four o'clock strikes and I have no idea what I'm having for dinner? So the task of sitting down and planning my meals and then shopping and getting the ingredients is worth it to me to save myself from that last minute dinner stress. So what does this look like? Well, what I do is I sit down with my calendar um, for usually two weeks at a time is typically what I do. Do what works for you. If one week works for you, that's all you can handle looking at, then do that. Um, so just do whatever works for you. So then what I do is I look at my calendar and see what nights I need a crockpot dinner and kind of referring to that everybody has all different times that night um, and where I probably won't have time to make dinner. Um, and then other nights that I have more time to actually cook. So also when planning meals, I try to balance out the different meats that we have, fish, chicken, beef, no meat meals, and try, um, I try to only have red meat once in a week um, or even less than that. So I try to mix up the starch so we're not having rice, um, you know, three meals in a row, but sometimes we do anyway. Honestly, my kids probably wouldn't mind. It's probably more me that <laughs> would like some variety. But again, you get the point, like whatever works for you, kind of looking to balance out whatever you need if you're just trying like just to get through what meals you know would actually work um do what works for you so then i also ask the kids what they want to have and by getting their input in i get buy-in from them and that always makes it easier right and easier for them to help make dinner so in fact um, my daughter and my son made dinner tonight so definitely teach them young they can do it so if you want help on this, and especially in incorporating more vegetables into your meals, Kathy Davis of Veg Inspired is a great resource for this. And in fact, you can go back and check out episode 20 that she was a guest on and check out the show notes for links to get a freebie um, to help with meal planning and how to get in touch with her. So go back to episode 20 to check that out. Um, to connect with Kathy. So, and if you want to know more about how I plan my meals or any other tips to help with that, just reach out to me on Instagram. I'd be more than happy to be able to help you with that and give you any um, tips or tricks that I could do to, to help with that. And then that brings us to number three. Let's talk about you, mama, okay? So this time is often a little chance to breathe, to get into a fresh routine, sometimes to try new things, to get our eating habits back in alignment, to get our exercise um, back into a routine, all the things, right? Our focus is on wellness here. So we want you, the mama, to be well. So let's talk about how to do that, all right? So what is your plan? What are you going to do? If you haven't given it any thought yet, do it now. Just think about it. Just remember if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So don't just hope and assume that things will happen and will just get you going in the right direction. If you want to make a change, you need to make a plan. So what is your goal? To drink more water, to exercise more, to eat better, the reality is that none of those are actually goals. To be a goal, it needs to be specific and measurable. So if drinking water is your desire, then make your goal to drink 32 ounces by noon and 32 more ounces by lunch and dinner. 
from lunch to dinner. So if exercising is your desire, then make your goal. I will get up three days a week before the kids go to school to walk or to run or to lift weights or insert the thing or the time that works best for you. Um, if eating is, if eating better is your desire, then make your goal. Um, I will eat three different fruits and three different vegetables every day, or I will drink my greens when I get up in the morning, or I will eliminate alcohol from my diet, or I will have a protein shake for breakfast every day. So do you see what I mean? Be specific. You pick what you want it to look like, but pick one and be specific about it, okay? And then write it down. And then place it where you can see it all the time. Maybe on the mirror or on the fridge or on a card in your pocket or on your home screen or all of these, whatever works to remind you and to be able to see it, okay? And then next, share it with a friend. You can share it with me on your stories on Instagram. You can share it with your friend at church, with your neighbor, with your husband, with whomever you want to, but share it with a friend. It will help keep you accountable, okay? So now sometimes we need a comprehensive setup to just keep us on track, especially when we have some big goals or we just need the added accountability or things laid out very clearly for us of what to eat and, and what to do. So when that is the case, I like to use a set program. And so for me, I have had great success with changing my habits and receiving accountability through a 30-day program. And it is beautiful because it is so helpful and encouraging me to choose healthy foods, to drink water, to move my body, to get sleep. And I have felt great as a result of doing this. And it is where I have actually gotten a majority of the meals that I serve my family. So we are eating healthy meals as a whole family. So that ties into point number two. So it focuses on whole food eating and making healthy choices. And in the fall with going back to school, it's such an ideal time to just get into a good routine with our eating. So if that is something that you are looking for and you think that a 30-day program would be beneficial to you, just let me know and I can share more about that with you. Just simply reach out to me on Instagram and just let me know and, and I can definitely share more with you um, if that is something that interests you. So all right, Mamas for Wellness, our kiddos are going back to school and we are ready to get into some healthy routines. We are helping our kids establish good routines. We are getting good, healthy meals on the table and we are setting ourselves up for success with our own personal eating and exercise goals. Let's make the most of this season and stay in wellness together. Until next week, I'll see you on Instagram or see you in the Facebook group, Journey with Jenny to Healthy Living. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.